Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. The Calgary Flames are smack dab in the middle of a six-game road trip tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers, and we have some things that we need to preview, review, and look ahead to as the Flames continue on this road trip against the Flyers. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me today. The Flames dropped a game in Tampa. They won a shootout against the Florida Panthers, and now we'll face the Flyers, who just lost in the most Flyers way to the Montreal Canadiens. But we're going to talk about what the Flames have to do, what they're looking like, and what to watch for tonight against the Flyers. But before we do that, let's just get the business out of the way. Make sure that you're subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. The Flames are looking to turn a corner. The start to the season has been rather slow, I would say. I think this isn't exactly the start that people expected. I think that plenty of people, including myself, kind of expected them to pick up where they left off last year. And unfortunately, that's not what happens when you lose two 40-goal scorers who have this great presence in front of and behind the net. And the Flames are sorely missing Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau's style of play. So this team is almost giving me pre daryl Sutter vibes. It is giving me disorganized and chaotic. And it it doesn't feel <laughs> as horrible and no identity and just unconditioned as when they were under Jeff Ward. But it does kind of give me this feeling of oh my god, when are they ever going to turn this corner and start winning and start playing consistently and stop making silly mistakes, right? And the thing is, under Jeff Ward, they never did that. They never did that. But the good news is is that they're playing under Daryl Sutter and things haven't slipped so far out of hand that we're worried. It's still November. We're still a month and a half into the season. It's okay. There's plenty of hockey ahead of us and plenty of hockey to learn from. But the thing that is killing this team is the dumb penalties, the avoidable, the undisciplined penalties, and turning their backs and getting lazy to and just giving up a lead. And I think that the Panthers game was a perfect example of that. I felt like every time I checked the score... It was, you know, it would be, you know, 3-2 Flames and then all of a sudden the Panthers are tied and then they score another goal and now the Flames are playing catch-up again. And that is exhausting hockey to play. You do not play your best hockey when you're coming from behind. The Flames know this. If you've been a fan of the Flames for a season or two, you know that they don't play well when they're coming from behind. And I, I, you have to sit there and figure out 
what is it that the Flames need to do in order to not make these mistakes over and over and over again, right? So I think that there was a key moment in the game against the Panthers that was that could have been a, a pure confidence booster for Jacob Markstrom and the team as a whole. And I'm referring to that gorgeous, gorgeous Rob that Markstrom had against Kachuk in the shutout, sorry, the shootout. And I think that that is a true confidence builder because you look at the shot that was shot and how Markstrom could have let that go, but he didn't. He had no problem tracking the puck and it was great. And the other thing here is the identity. You know, last year they had this underdog identity, this mentality that, you know, okay, we have two forwards that are, you know, five nine and can shoot the puck like it's nobody's business and can score like it's nobody's business. And then you have Matthew Kachuk, who's this agitator, and he still can like get things done on the ice. And then you have Jacob Markstrom, who's just a, a top caliber goaltender. And they're missing pieces. They're missing pieces of their own identity this year, not even as a team, but individually. I think that really the only player that I would say has a real identity that's played consistently is Adam Rzichka. I think that his contributions have been a game changer and he, he sees that. And, you know, you can kind of be like, Oh, like look what happens when you allow your young guys to play Uh, from him centering the third line when Sean Monaghan was out with his hip surgery to now being on the top line and being considered one of like the waiver steals of this uh, for this week in fantasy hockey. I know fantasy hockey is exactly what it is fantasy, but you know, I think it's a, it's great way to build your confidence. And I, I really, really hope that mid December rolls around and we can look back and say, yes, this road trip was when they were able to turn the page, when they were able to turn that corner, when they started playing like the Calgary Flames, that they that we all know that they can be. It's not a matter of them needing to get there. Like, we know it's possible. They don't need to make all these crazy changes in order to get there. They're just little things that add up. But before we move on to tonight's preview, I do want to uh, just take a quick break. And today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off of their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. And you can get a fast and prioritized police response. 
Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no place like Simply Safe. Thank you all for tuning into Locked On Flames. You all know that I appreciate you being here. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know that things have been a little rough and you know that uh, November has been very unkind, and I'm I appreciate the love and support from the listeners here at Locked On Flames. Let's talk about tonight's preview, shall we? The Flames and Flyers have gone to overtime or a shootout five times in their last eight meetings. Four of those games ended in overtime with the Flames winning all four, and Philly winning the lone shootout the clubs have played over the span. Thank you, Flames PR, for these notes. Uh, The Flames... (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is just... That's absurd. So, again, I feel like you could be getting, like, serious, like, mid-off vibes from that because it's just kind of like, why can't either of you win in regulation? Like, I feel like... If there's a team you can beat in regulation, it is the Flyers. Uh, maybe not this year, but definitely last year and the year before. This year, they're plagued by injuries. Like, it's very concerning. Um, Wade Allison, Cam Atkinson, Bobby Brink, Sean Coutier. Uh, he, this poor kid, he, poor guy, he's not a kid, but he ended up, like, needing like he had a setback I believe with his back injury and then Ryan Ellis's pelvis so his hip injury is more serious than they're leading on and James Van Riemsdyk uh is expected to miss at least six weeks six weeks with a finger injury that's not good for the Flyers and they were off to a rather good start this season too so you know um who knows Tonight could be a very interesting night for both teams. And again, I'm getting mid-off vibes just because of how the Flames and Flyers have been playing lately. Tonight, Kevin Hayes uh, looks to extend his scoring streak. And Owen Tippett has points in four straight games, including two goals in Montreal. Um, is also another threat to look out for. I'm interested to see how tonight goes in terms of defense for the Flyers. I'm wondering how this uh, Provorov and D'Angelo pairing is going to look. And I still can't believe that Rasmus Ristolainen is your third pairing defenseman. uh, And you're paying him an absurd amount of money there. But with the Flyers game, uh, uh, Carter Hart is in net tonight, and this is this is a problem. <laughs> Let's take a look at the goaltending matchup. Uh, Carter Hart has a 2.65 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage. That that is very impressive. That is stellar. And again, I just mentioned the Flyers' defense, so you know that Carter Hart's going to be a little bit hard to get a goal pass, right? And then there's Jacob Markstrom, who is in net for the Flames. And my goodness, these numbers are a a 180 from each other. 
Markstrom has a 3.11 goals against average and an 887 save percentage. My God, this is horrible. Um, you know, you just got to kind of ride this out. And I believe that Sutter kind of thinks that Markstrom is capable of working through these issues. I don't see this as, you know, I'm worried that our $6.25 million goaltender or however much they're paying him is going to lose his job to the uh, backup Dan Vladar. It's not going to be one of those situations. I think that, again, it's just a situation where Markstrom needs to work through these issues and get into a rhythm. The Flyers are in the middle of a losing streak and the Flames are in the middle of a road trip. Right now, I do think that this game could go either way. I think that the Flyers have great offense, and so do the Flames. But I think that the Flyers' offense is in a stronger rhythm. I think that they have found consistency in their lines and in their skating. And John Tortorella has worked through some of their issues, and now the Flames have to work through their own. That's kind of the theme here is working through your issues. <laughs> um, but I do think that the Flames are, uh, I don't want to say are going to have their work cut out for them because I don't think the Flyers are necessarily that good. But I do think it's going to come down to, you know, the goaltending. And I want to see, I, I want to see more from Markstrom. I want to see more from this team's offense. I need we need to figure out a way to not have an $11 million player on our third line. That third line of Huberto, Backlund, and Coleman is like $16.5 million of our salary cap. And Blake Coleman plays his 400th NHL game tonight, which is very exciting. I... I, I want to see something. I want to see some sparks flying tonight for the Flames. I want to see them get it together and just string more than two wins in a row together, please. This is not who you are as a team. We all know that you can play play better than this. And Right now, Travis Konechny leaves the leads the Flyers with seven goals. Owen Tippett with six, followed by Kevin Hayes with five. Today is also Jimmy Hayes' birthday, so I think that tonight is going to be a very special night for Kevin Hayes um, as he looks to honor his brother. And I, again, I think that the Flames are perfectly capable of scoring. It, it is the defense that I'm a little bit concerned about, and I'm going to talk about it next, coming up on what to watch for, because there there were some concerning comments made in uh, by Daryl Sutter today regarding one of the Flames' defensemen. But before we jump too far ahead into that, I do want to thank Bet Online for sponsoring today's episode. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From football to basketball, soccer, esports, reality TV, politics, you name it, they've got it at BetOnline.net. 
And if you love sports podcasts, you can find all of those at Bet Online as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're going to do some fun screen sharing today because I think we got to look at some numbers. And I, I never want to leave y'all in the wind, especially if you're watching on YouTube. But my biggest thing for the Flames tonight is Nikita Zadorov. He is playing big minutes. He is filling this void that Chris Tanev left. And he's, and even Daryl Sutter said he's the best defenseman right now. And this responsibility is on Zadorov and Zadorov alone. He needs to watch the penalty he's taking. He cannot be throwing himself around, flip, flipping his stick up there, doing this, do, trying to just, just throwing himself around. He is not, st- not stable. He's not disciplined enough, and he doesn't have the maturity to just be that top defenseman and perform like one. I'm sorry, but you can't go out there and take pen- penalties in important moments and send your team on the penalty kill when they need to be focusing on scoring. And right now I'm going to pull up the um, Flames, no, sorry, the Flyers stats here for the, uh, for special teams and whatnot. So if you can see here, the, <laughs> they're, the Flyers are 7-7-4, seven, seven, and four. 18 points, but right here, their penalty kill is 73.68. So it's above, it's below league average, but you still don't, you don't want to see them on the penalty kill regardless. And and of course their, their power play hmm, isn't that great, but a 16.67, which is well below league average. I just, I don't really have faith in the Flames team to stop and be mature it's mainly Zadorov that I have the, these issues with it's him taking these undisciplined penalties at such a crucial point in the game every game that it becomes inevitable speaking of inevitable Brett Ritchie is out tonight so we cannot be counting on him to score So, you know, someone else is going to have to come up big and hopefully that's someone that we are paying like millions of millions of dollars to score and get on the board. But I'm very concerned regarding Nikita Zadorov being looked at as your top defender. Again, when you have a player like Mackenzie Wieger, when you have Rasmus Anderson, when you have Noah Hannafin, I do not think that Nikita Zadorov should be looked at as this guy until he is capable of reining in that behavior and saying, whoa, I am costing this team silly little moments. Maybe if he put as much time into his on-ice preparations as he does his nice outfits, we would see some difference, okay? Okay. And I think that I mentioned this before, but tonight's two flyers to watch are, of course, going to be Kevin Hayes and Owen Tippett. Both of them are hungry, looking to get on the scoreboard again. I'm sure 
They are not very happy with that uh, overtime loss to Montreal. But, hey, it happens. It happens. And the Flames are going to have to watch out for that. And they're, I, they're both on the uh, – no, Kevin Hayes is on the second line and Tippett is on the first line. But both are on those scoring streaks and should be a priority in terms of coverage and where to watch, who to watch for, especially – especially when it comes to these turnovers that I know the Flames like to do. I I want to see the Flames offense get going. That is, again, work through your stuff. Work through it. Get through it. But the Flames offense has to either figure out how to hold a lead or go out there and pot seven goals again and find that confidence. Because what on earth are they going to do? If this is just a one a one for one, a tit for tat sort of game, and that's exhausting. You cannot do that for the remainder of the season. You have to figure that out. You need to get your defense together. You need to get your goaltending together. You need your two-way forwards to play like two-way forwards. I want to see Nazem Kadri all over the ice. I want to see Jonathan Huberdeau. I still can't believe he's on the third line, but it's it's working. Um, I want to see him playing his two-way game. I want to see, now that Uyghur is playing on the right, he's playing on his, you know, his side, I want to see stronger defense from him and maybe even some more shooting chances. And we will find out in about an hour and a half at Puck Drop if any of this remains true. And we will be back tonight for a post-game recap. And of course, Tomorrow, we'll be here with some more Flames news, and I look forward to chatting with you all. Make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, and of course on YouTube as well. And I will see you later tonight for a post-game recap.